It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just well, welcome down, to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And today's show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, in the past several years, there's been a dramatic increase in the occurrence of autoimmune disorders. So I thought this would be a great topic to discuss today. You might be asking, what is an autoimmune disorder? Good question. <laughs> An autoimmune disorder is a condition when the immune system becomes confused and attacks and actually destroys healthy body tissue. Think about that for a minute. It actually becomes confused and attacks healthy body tissue. Mm -hmm. And there are more than 80 different types of autoimmune diseases today. Isn't Mm, that just amazing? That's way more than I would think of. Yes. Usually we think of our immune system protecting us from bacteria, viruses, toxins, and even cancer. Mm-hmm. But with an autoimmune disorder, the, the immune system cannot tell the difference between a healthy body tissue, such as we have in our joints, you know, mm-hmm. we have healthy body tissue in our joints, yeah. or the tissue that we have in our thyroid, mm-hmm. and the harmful substances such as bacteria or viruses. So, again, you might be asking, I don't know if you're up this early and you're asking these questions, (laughs) so what causes the immune system to become so confused? Again, that's a good question. Yes. If you're a person with an autoimmune disorder, we have a very inspiring story to tell you today, and we're going to answer some of those questions. So joining me as our co-host is Anna Derhock. Anna is a licensed nutritionist with both a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in dietetics and nutrition, and she was instrumental in helping create, create, and I think maybe even more than just create, but <laughs> kind of inspire mm-hmm. this amazing nutritional healing story. Anna, before we share this amazing story about how eating real food eliminated Brad's arthritis, mm-hmm. just hear that, eliminated Brad's arthritis pain and inflammation, I want to give listeners what are some possible causes of autoimmune disorders. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having <laughs> me on, Dar. Um, so what causes that immune system to no longer be able to differ- differentiate, you know, this is a healthy body tissue or this is foreign? Um, it, You know, whether it's in your pancreas, like in type 1 diabetes, or in your skin, like eczema, psoriasis, in your joints, which could be rheumatoid arthritis, your thyroid, you know, nerves, and even like the harmful substances like the toxins Dar was talking about or the viruses that our body naturally fights off, um, you know, it it really at this time is unknown. They're They're not sure what causes an autoimmune response in the body. But... Yes, is there a but? We do know as nutritionists that... If you correct nutritional deficiencies and also get rid of something that could be causing the inflammation and causing that immune response, we know that it can make a huge difference in people's lives. And we as nutritionists get really excited (laughs) when we can teach people how to turn off that autoimmune response. I think that's the most exciting thing that we do. It is because we know know we're helping people and helping them feel better. 
you know, when you stop to think of all the fact that when you begin to realize how powerful food is mm-hmm. in our body, it's mm-hmm. amazing in it, yeah. that you can actually turn off this autoimmune response through the nutrition. right nutrition. Yeah, the right foods. I know. And, you know, we know for many people the wrong types of foods can actually lead to this immune disorder. Yep. Or for your immune disorder to become com- confused. Yep. Oh, I'm spitting out these words this morning. <laughs> but we also know from research that certain environmental pollutants can also cause um, these reactions in the body, like mercury. And I'm sure Anna Louise Gittleman from last yep. week's show would say that. That's right. She's got lots of that research. Organic solvents, vinyl chloride, pesticides have even been linked to autoimmune disorders. Um, and this really shocked me, but almost 24 million people in the U.S. have an autoimmune disease, it's been diagnosed, but the biggest part of it is that this, this may only be a third of who actually have an autoimmune disease. There Isn't could that be amazing? 60 million people who have it, but they don't realize it. Right. So, so you know, again, as nutritionists, we look to food as the solution. So, Brad, you know, here we need to, <laughs> inter- we need to introduce them, we don't need we? We need to introduce Brad to the listeners. And really, Anna, how you really taught him how to eat to overcome this autoimmune disorder. Um, so I am pleased to produ- to introduce Brad Johnson, um, who's actually been able to change his food choices and eliminate his medications for S- a specific... Say that again? <laughs> He's actually been able to totally eliminate his medications Isn't for that amazing? arthritis. So, and I, I'm going to let him talk about his specific type of autoimmune arthritis because it's different than rheumatoid. So, Brad, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being on. Your 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 story is truly instrumental in what we do. So, well, thank you, Darn. I appreciate you having me on the show. So, tell us, kind of, Brad, tell us what kind of arthritis you have. Um, I have psoriatic arthritis. Okay. Um, it's, what is that? <clears throat> it's it's a a form of arthritis that. Um, it's basically not osteo or rheumatoid. So mm-hmm. when they when they test you, if you don't have uh, the markers for either of those, and you have uh, psoriasis already, which I did, mm-hmm. they basically diagnose you with with psoriatic arthritis. And do you have pain and inflammation with that? I do. I had I had. Uh, I mean, in the past. In the past, yes. <laughs> I had uh, I had lots of lots of pain and, and inflammation. Um, I was taking lots of drugs, and. Uh, Actually, did did start getting some some joint uh, deformation from it as well. So, Brad, can I ask you how old are you? I am. Let's see. That's a hard <laughs> see. I, you didn't know I was going to ask you that one. No, uh, I'm forty two. Forty two. So this, you know, some people might say, "Well, this is someone that is like Dar's age," you know, something like that. Yeah. But no, you're you're a very young, young man. Yes. Yeah. It uh, it actually started when I was twenty nine. That's when I developed the uh, psoriasis. Was mm-hmm. was diagnosed with that and and uh, started undergoing treatment for that. Um, and as as I progressed into my my thirties, I started getting uh, pain in my feet, which I didn't initially. Uh, you don't think much about it other than I'm getting older and I got pain in my feet and my toes. <laughs> At and 30, yes. <laughs> and it, it turned out that was, you know, arthritis developing in my feet. Yes. And it wasn't until, you know, I was in my mid-30s when it started developing in my, my hands and wrists um, and, and got bad enough to the point that it was actually starting to limit the activities that I was doing that I finally, you know, persu- was persuaded by my wife and, and others that, you know, I need to go see somebody. 
And that's okay. that's when I was diagnosed with, with a psoriatic arthritis. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think, Anna, uh, yeah, we still have time. We still you know, have time. Anna, I have a question for you because yeah. I think that a lot of people don't even know what psoriasis is. Yeah. So maybe we better define that first. You know, what is psoriasis? Psoriasis is basically inflammation of the skin, pretty much follicles and like how it... Um, how you produce their own oils and it gets really dry, um, very sensitive, rough, um, rough, rough, very roughy, rough, itchy. Um, it's, it's not fun. And it's another one of those. <laughs> Brad can auto- attest to it. Auto- and it is. It's on its own. It's an autoimmune disease. So when you have the combination of psoriasis with arthritis, um, you know, more of a autoimmune arthritis, it's very hard to manage and painful at a lot of points. So. So, Brad, you know, you kind of talked about at 30, you started having pain in your feet and started to, and then you got diagnosed. And, you know, just to give listeners just a bit of now, today, because before we went on air today, you were talking about your, what are you going to do this coming weekend? Um, I, I've, I've been able to, of course, uh, eliminate my pain and inflammation, and I started running triathlons this year, so I've run run two this summer already, and I'm running another one, the Maple Grove Triathlon, next Saturday. That's so amazing. So you're not sitting around in a wheelchair with nope. no, no heavy, no pain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're putting your body to it. Yes. I think, Adam, maybe what we should really do is take a, take break, a break before we go on to the next Delve in. Yeah. Okay. Well, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and um, I just want to share a couple other names of other autoimmune diseases. Um, as you listen, I, I would guess you have either a family member or a, a close friend um, that may have one of these um, diseases. So it's there's a couple of them that I'm just going to throw out there. Addison's disease, eczema, which my son has had, Graves' disease, um, and actually I didn't know this, but President George W. Bush and his wife, Barbara, both have Graves' disease, which is a thyroid type of um, autoimmune disease. Hashimoto's, another thyroid disorder. Um, And rheumatoid arthritis, of course, we're kind of talking about that. Lupus and even type 1 is actually an autoimmune disease, type 1 diabetes. Um, But the most important fact of all of these disorders, they can be helped through correct nutrition. Um, and it's, you know, it, you sh- it should be a tailored plan because Brad's was tailored to him and his needs. Um, and it's it's really designed by a nutritional expert or professional. So. Like you. Like me. <laughs> or Dar. Um, but I'm I'm just so proud of um, the progress that Brad's made. And again, it, I gave him the tools and the knowledge, but it, it was all in his effort, really. Um, it's amazing when you see people follow through yes, with recommendations. Is. So, um Kudos to you, Brad. So if you f- want to feel better and you need help, call us for an appointment, 651-699-3438. We'll be right back. I talk 1071. A little gossip, a lot of laughs. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and in studio with me today is Anna Derhock, licensed nutritionist and special guest. My gosh, the words, where are they today? <laughs> so Brad Johnson, through diet alone, was able to eliminate his medication for arthritis and really is pain-free. So if you have questions for Brad today, you know, call the studio. It's 651-641-1071. 
But kind of save your questions mm-hmm. today, mainly if you have the questions on arthritis or pain and inflammation, yeah. those kinds of questions. Yeah, we'd appreciate it. But <laughs> talking about the eliminating the, the medications, Brad, what medications were you on, specifically one? <laughs> uh, I was on primarily methotrexate, which mm-hmm. is uh, it's actually an, an old chemotherapy drug like back from the 60s or something, mm-hmm. um, which in, well, relatively do- low doses as far as uh, cancer goes, uh, relatively low, low doses suppresses the immune system. So I was uh, on that for, boy, four four years. Four years. Wow. I didn't realize that. <clears throat> four years. So, and and the, the doses, um, I had ramped up beyond the max recommended dosage. Uh, it was uh, taking a pretty significant toll on my immune system. It, it was actually helping with the, with the pain, but... Um, I'm I'm a person who normally catches a a cold or two a year mm-hmm. or had been um and when I got up that high on the on the methotrexate I was getting colds basically one after the other. I mean, I was getting seven eight colds over the course of a of a winter, so Okay. Right. It was it was really unbearable. So, at that point I I kind of had backed off or had asked my doctor if we could back off the methotrexate, which we we did a little bit, but the the pain and inflammation came right back. So I was trying to balance that with with a leave. I was taking a lot of a leave, mm, and and what happened then when you were taking a leave? <laughs> uh, it started affecting my stomach. Yeah, I definitely no- started noticing uh, stomach problems. I was taking a lot of a leave. I I almost feel like I was uh, addicted to a leave. I mean, it's probably not an addictive substance, but right. I was I was planning my life around when I took my leave. So, okay. So I mean, it, yeah. it was it was kind of controlling controlling my life, and uh, that was just you know, someplace I didn't want to be. So, so Brad, how did you get to Anna? How did you get to <laughs> nutritional weight and wellness? Yeah. Well, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I, uh, we got lots of good questions today. Because, uh, uh, <clears throat> because the, the methotrexate is, is such a, uh, a harsh drug. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're actually checking my liver function every three months. So I was going in every three months to have my liver tested to make sure that it, it wasn't, uh, you know, taking its toll mm-hmm. there. And my my numbers weren't really improving; they were getting worse. So my doctor wanted to add uh, a biological drug. Wanted to add uh, Embrel or or Humira. Mm-hmm. Um, those are are common drugs you probably heard about. Yes. Mm-hmm. I really didn't want to didn't want to take that that step. Okay. And my wife Marcia, who's been uh, fantastic through this mm-hmm. whole thing, was was pushing me to to try diet, and mm-hmm. she had been to your classes and. I really just was not at all interested mm-hmm. in that, and uh, but she kept kept after me. In fact, it got to the point where she actually got upset with me for for not being willing to try this, and I I finally agreed <laughs> to go to class with her, um, and I didn't do it for me. I did it for her. Okay, I, I did it because mm-hmm. I saw how important it was uh, to her. So was that the class in Maple Grove? That was the class in Maple <laughs> Grove. That okay, was the first time I met Anna. <clears throat> yeah, the um, weight and wellness class. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when I first started taking the class, I I was still doing it for for Marcia, but by the end, I I was doing it for me. It was mm-hmm. uh, very very educational. There's just a ton of information in that uh, class. In fact, I've I've taken them twice. I took the class a, a second time and mm-hmm. felt like I learned just as much the second time. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, they're amazing classes. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. So then I have another question. <laughs> so then how did you, did you set up an appointment with Anna? I, I, I did. Marsha wanted me to, to get a consultation. Um, she had asked me after maybe the first or second class if I thought I would get a consultation, and I basically said no. <laughs> and she reminded me that by the end of the sixth class, I said, I guess I need a consultation. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I came in and, and met with Anna. We had our, our two-hour session, and she went, went over some stuff with me on, on uh, things that could help me, you know, based on the, the health survey that mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. and she convinced me it was it took some doing but she convinced me to try <laughs> try giving up gluten and dairy okay for a week for a week she okay. wanted me to do it longer she yep. uh, she convinced me to do it for a week in fact I, if I remember right I didn't she she had to agree to let me have one piece of toast a day or something I, I, I did at I, the beginning I, I, I did would not completely <laughs> give it up I was not. stubborn was stubborn oh I was stubborn was. <laughs> um but but the amazing thing was I was taking taking a leave like every other day, and I would lift weights on those days. That was something I wanted to, to be able to do. But mm-hmm. I, I would have to lift weights on the days that I took the leave or I couldn't do it. Okay. And after three days, cutting back to just one piece of toast, when I lifted <laughs> weights, I didn't need to take a leave. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. Just think about that. And he was still eating a teeny bit of gluten. I, so. Yeah, I was still eating that one piece of toast a day. <laughs> Remember that. Um, and... I think the biggest thing for people to remember is um, he he was really just cutting out all the stu- junk in his diet. I mean, when we first started doing this, you know, he was, you know, he was eliminating all that stuff that was causing more inflammation. And when he finally did get rid of all the gluten, it was like, you know, it just started, you know, transpiring from there. So it was really it, amazing. It, it was tough. Uh, yeah, go ahead and talk, Marcia, friend. Marcia had uh, brought it up to me. I don't know if it was before the class or during the class at one point, she had said, you know, I think you need to give up gluten. And I said, okay, what's gluten? <laughs> after she told me, I said, forget that. You know, that's, that's all I eat. <laughs> okay. So it, it was a, it was a pretty big switch, uh, changing my diet. It, the first couple of weeks were, were very difficult for me because I basically couldn't eat all the food that I had been eating. Mm-hmm. But once you know, you push through that, and it was it, it. It did take a couple weeks, but once you get through that, and you could figure out what foods you could eat, uh, it got easier. And I know that that switching to real foods as well versus the processed foods um, really broke my my carbohydrate addiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was something I didn't, I never would have admitted to being a carbo- yeah. carbohydrate uh, addict before that. <laughs> but looking back on that, I definitely was. Right. I was definitely addicted to carbohydrates, and once you get past that. Uh, the eating gets so much easier because you're not craving them all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and for those of you who you know who who this may be your first time listening to our show, or um, you just don't know that much about gluten, gluten is um, the protein in like wheat, rye, barley, kumut, spelts, and oftentimes oats. And um, so it, it does kind of sometimes limit to what you can eat, but it's amazing how you feel if you if it's causing you a problem, um, how you can uh, you know. <clears throat> Just eliminate one protein, and you feel so much better. And you also, Anna, you also took Brad off of dairy products. I did. And yes. what's the protein in dairy? Casein. Casein. And he definitely was reacting badly to that too, as well. So, um, and I think we, we know we know as nutritionists from research that it's important to have an, a healthy intestinal tract, and that's where it affects 
um, most people the most, the gluten and the dairy, is the intestinal tract. Um, they, they are very inflammatory, so they tend to um, cause, um, you know, porous hole, holes to, you know, to develop in the, the gut. And that's when bacteria and viruses can leak out or, or even those food particles and cause a bad reaction in the body. And again, that autoimmune response. And I think it's hard for people to understand how something as simple as a little protein in bread mm-hmm. or a little protein in dairy can cause that inflammation and response in your body. But it goes back to that, you know, at the very beginning of the show, I said, you know, our immune system gets confused. Yep. It can't tell when it's a virus or a bacteria or when or it's food. a little food particle mm-hmm. that's causing that. And when you when you are kind of genetically set up to have that sensitivity and then you start eating it and probably eating a lot of a it lot and of maybe it. have a little extra stress in your life or whatever, then your immune mm-hmm. system gets really confused and it starts to react to all those little food particles. Yep. So maybe we should take a break. Does yep, that sound that's okay? A, that's a good idea. Um, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And I'd like to mention two of my favorite supplements that I use to help reduce pain and inflammation. Um, the first tried and true um, supplement that um, has tons of research behind it is omega-3 fish oil. And we all know that I think everybody I, should probably be... I think so. It's in the media all the time. Um, you know, And I usually recommend between three to 6,000 milligrams. I know I had, I still have um, Brad on a large dose of it um, daily taken with meals. It's important to take it with meals. And my second favorite, um, it's actually more of a herbal remedy and it's called Caprex. Um, and uh, we'll talk about this later on, but it's an anti-inflammatory that works for most people. And it doesn't, the best thing about it, about it is it doesn't damage the intestinal lining or the, it doesn't cause irritation to the stomach. Like so, a leave or Like a leave or, or ibuprofen, exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, you can take it, um, you know, long term without side effects. Um, but if you have questions for Brad today, please call us at 651-641-1071. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering MyTalk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. next week and here's a list we have nutritional solutions for osteoporosis in lakeville on tuesday night august 23rd gut reaction and we're going to be talking about the gut a little bit here coming up and we're going to have that class in lakeville wednesday night august 24th avoiding the diabetes epidemic oh i hope everybody read the paper this morning because Mm -hmm. it is almost 39 percent of the population today 
has pre-diabetes or diabetes. Wow. I mean, it's just amazing. amazing. So we have avoiding this diabetes epidemic in North Oaks on Wednesday, August 24th, and in St. Paul, Thursday, August 25th. It's a great class. We have Jumpstart Your Metabolism, August 25th in Wayzata. And remember, all these classes are only $25, yeah. and you can bring a friend or you can register a friend with you. Mm-hmm. And you can, it's, so it's like a two for one. It's amazing. Yep. And I am teaching, I don't do this very <laughs> often, but I'm teaching the Hot Flash class, the Nutritional Solution to Menopause, next Wednesday night, August 24th in Wayzata. <laughs> So to call, you know, to sign up, you can go online, weightandwellness.com, or call us at 651-699-3438. Yes. And we have a caller, yes. right? Yes, we're going to take a caller. Good morning, Pamela. Hi, Welcome to you. the Shape Nutrition. Oh, thank you. Now, is psoriasis and eczema a precursor to arthritis? I, I'm thinking they're probably in the same family. And then how much omega-3 do you take if you already have psoriasis or eczema? Good questions. Good questions. <laughs> um, well, at least three thousand. Um, I, I, you know, I would say higher amounts just because it's nourishing to the skin. So maybe five to six thousand milligrams. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, do you already have eczema? Well, my eighty-four-year-old father has eczema okay. quite badly, and the dermatologist is just loading him up with different creams. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I think what you have to do is. You know, and whether, you know, Brad wasn't a willing person either at first. Yes. <laughs> but, and your, your your dad might be not as willing, but I think, you know, you have to look at what he's eating. It's probably cut out the bread and the pasta and the mm-hmm. cereal and the muffins and the cookies and all those things. Mm-hmm. And probably the dairy products. And just see if that skin doesn't clear up. Because yeah, cause it's not just you know, I think Today, you know, like my granddaughter had that and... You have a son, yep, Anna, and his is totally gone. Yep, and but d- basically, what do you, did you have to do? You had to cut out dairy products, right? Dairy, yep, and, and gluten for a while, and eggs, and that was coming through the breast milk. Yep. So, it is food does matter. It's really strong. Yep. Um, so, are they precursor to arthritis, it's or a, is it just they're another? all forms of autoimmune diseases? Okay. So they now, can transpire. I don't know, Brad. Maybe you you know that. Do you think that? It's not necessarily, is it, a precursor? I, I, I don't think that the uh, uh, that it's a precursor. It's not a. I don't think it's a predictor. No, but no. but certainly they're related. Yes. So yeah, it's, it's because it's a possibility. It's yeah. because they're all autoimmune diseases, and once you have one, you can easily have another and another and another. Because the immune system is and so. And that's why you, you know these on. are signs and symptoms if you have those. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, great, great question, question Pamela. Thank you. For thank, you. For day. Right, thank you. Mm-hmm. So I think what we were going to talk a little bit more about was we're going to, you know, you saw, started seeing Brad. Mm-hmm. And how long ago was that, actually? Uh, it was November of 2008, Eight. right? Yeah, 2008. Yeah, yep. so almost three years ago three years now. Ago. And did you get immediately better? <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I kind of did. I, <laughs> I mentioned how much better I felt just after three days, but... It, it really was an ongoing battle. I mean, my, my first several months was kind of a roller coaster with the pain and inflammation. I'd feel better, and then I'd feel worse, and I, I tried a lot of different things to try and, and figure it out. I was trying to eliminate things one at a time, like whey protein and eggs and, mm-hmm. and different stuff. And I, I really actually started getting um, a little bit frustrated because I, I couldn't 
definitively tell what was going on. And so mm-hmm. when I got back together with Anna, we decided to do this uh, elimination diet. And she went through mm-hmm. and, and laid out a very detailed plan for me on, on how to attack that. Mm-hmm. And I did. And honestly, that was one of the toughest things <laughs> I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it, it was very tough to eat yeah. eat that way for, uh, for a couple of weeks, but it was only a couple of weeks. Now, yeah. harder it, than a triathlon? For me, it was. <laughs> For me, it was. Well, I think uh, that's good because you're kind of telling people this is not easy, easy well, job. Well, it, it, it's it, there's definitely challenges in it. Yes, but it's it's so worth it. I mean, yeah. the amazing thing I, on my elimination diet. This is a story I tell. It I had to go a little bit longer. It was supposed to be two weeks. Two weeks. I, yeah. I I had some digestive issues that that gave me more more problems. Anna said, "I want you feeling good for a week before you start adding food back." So I had to go the extra week, and that ended up being. Um, right up to the 4th of July, which my family has to get together pretty much every year on the 4th of July. And I, I was actually feeling just awesome. I was feeling great. My family got together and we played volleyball. We had, you know, there's 20 some odd of us out there playing volleyball. And me with my arthritic hands, I'm out there smacking the, the volleyball around with no, you know, no, uh, no issues. No issues. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Love so it. then that was proof. <laughs> that, that was proof that, uh, that that food was definitely a factor for me, and it made it, um, made it a lot easier for me to accept, you know, what I had to do to, to find, figure the rest of this stuff out. So you have been kind of healing for, you know, what, three years now? It's, yeah, it's, it's been a long road, but I feel like I've been making progress the whole time. You know, there have been setbacks along the way, but for the most part, you just you keep after it and you keep figuring stuff out. And when did you finally go off of all your medications? Uh, it was a little bit over a year ago, June of last last year. Um, I was finally able to completely get off my methotrexate. I I had been ramping ramping it down for months, and and, uh, it, and it was it was a good day. Now, what did your doctor say about that? Um, he he wasn't uh, he wasn't actually all that on on board when he was pushing the Humira the, and the Embril. He had told me he had, and this was his words, he had a mountain of research that proved that food had, had no effect on arthritis. And he said, I, I can show it to you. I can get it for you. Um, I'm not sure where, where his mountain of research came. <laughs> Maybe it came from the Embril and Humira people. But uh, <laughs> uh, he, he's, he's actually kind of come around. I'm, I've been very surprised because he, he wasn't. Uh, really? Uh, okay. Very he nice. He, he wasn't real supportive at the beginning. He kind of said, you know, it's you know, your decision. You know, if you want to try that, that's fine. But he was kind of hinting, you know, you, you'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's, you know, last time I was in there, he was like, boy, you know, you got good numbers. Just keep keep doing what you're doing. Okay. So yeah. you can, he can see it in the blood too. Yep. The blood yeah. workup. So it mm. isn't just your, it, sim- it's, it's not, yeah, it's not so a, it's not a placebo. Thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's his CRP. And when he'd come in, you know, you could see the inflammation markers just keep going down. And it was amazing just as a nutritionist to know what those mean, that it was awesome to see his progress. So I have a question for you, Anna. Mm-hmm. Okay, you started probably healing his intestinal tract. Yes. That's the first thing that I look at, especially anyone with an autoimmune disease. It doesn't matter what type it is. Um, and when you, when, when you have to heal the intestinal tract, we're healing the lining, which has the most damage to it, you know, from the gluten and toxins and stuff. Um, so what did you start with? So I started with a good probiotic, which we mostly, a lot of times use bifido, and that's what I used. Bifidobacteria. Uh, yeah, bifidobacteria. Yep. And then um, also the healing part is L-glutamine, which is uh, just an amino acid, comes from meat. Um, I used large doses in the form of what's called glutagenics, 
mm-hmm. and um um because he also had some bowel issues um so <laughs> just to be discreet um and so i we, you know we use that and he still uses it today um okay. he, he's still using the glutamine l-glutamine and the good probiotics the bifidus um so that's what we started with so brad do you feel that healing is continuing as long as along the path Yes, most definitely. I, I, one of the reasons I haven't, you know, changed any of the the supplements I've been, I keep taking the stuff is that I, I feel like it's still helping me. Like I'm still making progress. So how can you tell that? Uh, a lot of little things. Um, one, one thing I was mentioning earlier here is that uh, it used to be that you know mowing the lawn would just wreck my feet. I mean, I'd, I'd be done for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but even, even as, as early as, uh, or as recent as this spring. Um, I, I would still feel a little bit after I had mowed the lawn, but like now I just mowed the lawn, you know, last week and I went for a four mile run afterwards. Wow, that's so amazing. And it was not affecting my Isn't feet. Isn't that amazing? It's so cool. Marsha, now you're out of that job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to mow anymore. Yeah, how, how sad was that? My feet hurt so bad my wife had to mow the lawn for me. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And, you know, I, I think, um, as nutritionists, you know, we always look for research for possible foods a client may be eating that's actually a toxin. Um, and we found not only does gluten sensitivity affect um, people's um, ability to, uh, um, you know, um, fight off toxins and keep inflammation down, but also like I, we were talking about the dairy and the casein. Um, mm-hmm. Again, casein is just the, one of the proteins in dairy. Um, and so it was it was really about eliminating that. But um also um, healing the gut. And then another thing that heals the gut, not just the L-glutamine, not just the getting introducing the good bacteria in there, um, the bifido, but omega-3s, which I talked about at break. Right. And he's on a good, you got to be on at least four or 5,000 milligrams of fish oil, I'm guessing. How many, so, how much do you really take? I know you're taking a high concentrate one. I'm, I'm taking a teaspoon of the high concentrate I <laughs> I don't know how many milligrams it okay, is. Okay, it's yeah, it's high. It's high. <laughs> yeah. It's very high. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Anna, we probably should take yes, a break. Yes, we do need to take a break. I think we need to when we come back maybe talk a little bit more about some other supplements that may be used or yep. things like that. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you have an autoimmune disease and maybe wondering if nutrition can be of help to you, um, or if you just have additional questions um, before you um, um, sign up. Just give our office a call, 651-699-3438, and ask to speak to one of our nutritionists, whether it's Dar, whether it's me. I mean, any one of us would be glad to, to help you out with your questions. Um, and if we're not there, just leave your name and number, and we will definitely get back to you. Um, and then... The calls are always better than yes, emails. Don't email call. We really want to talk to you, because yeah. that's what we find out what's really going on. Yes. Um, we and have so many questions. And encouraging. People, and you can't get that across in emails. No, you can't. So please call us, 651-699-3438, and we will be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Next week, we have another great show planned. Joining ta- Tamara and myself, our special guest will be Dr. Leslie Sabora to discuss what you can do to prevent osteoporosis. Dr. Sabora is a researcher and a professor at the University of Minnesota and will share cutting-edge research about bone health, and we'll probably share some food ideas. Yes. Amazing. Of course. Food affects the bones. <laughs> so I, I, I just wanted to reiterate 
for everybody out there listening that this is not some diet that Brad went on for six months. This is something that he he will be doing for the rest of his life, and it's real food, and it's, it's something that he's figured out that that he needs to do for himself for the health of his body, you know, so he feels good. Um, and it's it's really about eating whole foods that support your body. That's really what he's doing. And he's going to talk about, you know, what he's still eating, because obviously we know he's, he's not eating gluten. Um, but um, just so you know, and it's tailored, it's tailored to him. And that's why um, we teach people how to eat for the rest of their lives. We don't teach them how to stick to something for six weeks. So, but Brad, what are you eating? Uh, well, the elimina- elimination diet was uh, was definitely the key. Yeah. I mean, we knew I couldn't have gluten and, and uh, casein before that, but I basically found out I really really can't tolerate uh, much dairy, if any at all. Okay. Um, nuts were also a big issue for me. That was something I was eating a lot of before mm-hmm. the elimination diet and uh, sad, sadly found out I, <laughs> I could no longer have. Um, but but you, you adjust, you find other things. Yes. Um, there are olives, all right? Can you eat olives? Oh, I love olives. Okay. Black, <laughs> black olives, green olives, love olives. Um, but yeah, I I I do eat uh, I eat whole real food. Mm-hmm. Um, I eat meat, vegetables, fruit, um, gluten free grains like quinoa and brown rice, and occasionally I'll have uh, have some buckwheat. Mm-hmm. So, which is odd because it has the word wheat in it, yes. but it, it it doesn't have any gluten. So, <laughs> right. Can you eat butter? Um, I, I can tolerate a little bit of butter. Okay. I, I typically just uh, avoid dairy products altogether. But okay. if, if you know something, put, somebody puts something, something in, in front of me and it has butter on it, I'm usually okay eating a little bit. You feel mm-hmm. like you're walking around hungry? Never. No, I I eat plenty. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really talk about uh, <laughs> s- s- some of the some well, of those the, other things that you s- well, that you've seen. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I, I had some some side effects from changing my diet. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost about 40 pounds. And, <laughs> and he my, didn't need two people, yeah, so he's my, very lean. My uh, <laughs> my blood pressure went down. My cholesterol numbers all moved in the in the right direction. So, I mean, there, there were some side effects. Oh, good side effects. Good yes. side effects. <laughs> good, good side effects. <laughs> of course, right? Yeah, it's amazing. So you're eating enough. So, Brad, tell, tell people, what is what is a typical breakfast for you? Um, typically, I'll have, uh, we'll have... Some kind of vegetable, uh, usually a double portion, broccoli or spinach or something, um, sweet potato, some kind of uh, sausage. I, I, I can have eggs, but uh, not too many, so I, mm-hmm. I tend to tend to avoid those uh, a bit. Um, and do you have a lot of sausage? Um, probably a, a, maybe a five-ounce patty okay. or something. Yeah, so that's quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, okay. So and then th- usually some kind of gluten-free grain, some quinoa or some brown rice or something. And I know that you sometimes work long hours. Yep. And mm-hmm. you're able to ma- manage this eating plan. I I pack a lunch every day. Okay. Um, or pretty much every day. I I bring uh, uh, fruit and and protein for snacks. Usually either a hard boiled egg or some beef sticks or something with some mm-hmm. fruit. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the tricks that that Marcia taught me was uh, I carry a, a package of uh, canned sardines. In my ah. bag, and it's just a—it's a good emergency snack. If you get stuck yep. at work late, you've got something to eat. You don't yes. have to go hit the vending machine. Yep, yep, yep. Great, awesome, wonderful. So, Anna, you know we—I know you used uh, bifidobacteria yep. and glutagenics, and were there other key supplements? I'm omega threes. Yeah, any other key supplements that you use? Um, 
Well, f- once we finally got the intestinal tract healing and he was feeling better and he was healthier, then we did a, more of a li- liver detox and we did Ultra Clear Plus, um, which yep. which um, kind of is a po- it's a powdered form of of basically vitamins that help detox the liver and um, clean it out. Um, and we did that for a while. I know you did. Yeah, I did. I did two rounds of that, and the the effects were noticeable when he started taking mm-hmm. that stuff. It actually uh, caused me pain and inflammation. Yep. I mean, it was pushing stuff out of my that. system that was causing my body to react. But you know, after a, a couple rounds of it, it it wasn't doing it anymore. So it it, it did its job. Yeah. So you know, he had a lot of things that he had to detox because yep. he had been on medication. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah, uh, it was it was probably four years before pushing some of the residuals of the methotrexate and or they leave or something out. Yes, yeah. right, exactly. And he was on. I know um, we we had him on GLA, which is an omega six fatty acid for a while for the psoriasis. Um, we he he was low in vitamin D, so we put him on vitamin D, okay. which was huge. I think too for also the inflammatory response of the body. Um, we he used Caprex for a while when he was trying to when when he would reduce his methotrexate earlier on. Um, we'd use Caprex. Yeah, Caprex was my replacement for Aleve. Yeah. Okay, so and Caprex it, is like Anna said, it's kind of an herbal supplement er, yeah. that is made by Metagenics, and you can take it, and it doesn't upset your stomach, or yeah. and it reduces inflammation and pain in people's bodies, yeah. and it works it very does. well for at least eighty percent of the people that take it. Yeah. And it's safe. Yeah. So, what else, did, what else did we do? I'm trying to think back. I mean, um, so it was mainly food. Main, wasn't it was it? mainly it, food. It was mainly it was mainly the food. It was giving up the processed, you know, the, <laughs> the no, bread. No, 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 no eating, you know, cereal and toast for breakfast, and then cereal again for dinner because I got home late or whatever. Yep. So I mean, that's that was all had to be changed. Yep. So when you look at your life today, and you're running, you're doing tri- triathlons and Kind of help people understand, again, because I know you've said it once, but say it again as far as your physical activity and you're doing it without pain, right? Exactly, yeah. I mean, I used to have to, like I said, basically schedule my life around when I was taking my, my pain relievers, yeah. you know, to make sure that, that they were in place when I was exerting myself. And I, I can do everything I want to now, you know, without pain and, and without the pain relievers. Yeah. You know, I think this has just yeah. been a delightful and fun and informative show. And I really think it illustrates clearly that food matters. Mm-hmm. In fact, food matters so much that Brad was able to get through the through just using real food. He put his uh, autoimmune arthritis disease in remission. Yeah. It, it has to be in remission. And hopefully it'll never come out again. And you've been able to eliminate all your medications. And you have really an inspiring story, I think, for people. And you have written it up, haven't you? I have, yep. And I know that we're putting it on our Facebook page. So you can go to Weight and Wellness and go to Facebook Weight and Wellness and you can read Brad's story. Uh, I read it several times before I started to when I was kind of putting putting the show together. And it's really inspiring Mm -hmm. to see what you've done. Mm-hmm. And I think one a couple of other things that we should mention Anna is that it it was not easy changing your diet was it Brad? Well, like like I said it, it was uh it was a pretty good challenge to start with. Um but w- once you figure out what you can eat and and you kind of get a routine down, mm-hmm. uh it got a lot easier and it, it's really 
you know, something that's, it's, uh, it's a maintainable lifestyle. It's not something that, um, you know, you have to completely, completely change the way you do everything. Right. You can, you can adapt. Yeah. And it was very nice, the fact that you had a wife that kind of pushed you into taking this <laughs> class. Yeah, I, I wanted to uh, wanted to try and sneak this in if I could, that uh, th- there's no way I would have ever done this without Marsha's uh, pushing, mm-hmm. and there's no way that I, I could have done it, you know, without her help, mm-hmm. and I owe it all to her, and she's an amazing she's woman. She's an amazing woman. And I love her very much. Yes. Oh, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that, you know, it's been a great show, and you, you've done a great job with this. And I think people can really understand. They can relate to, the, to Brad. Mm-hmm. Yes, and understand that, that this happens. It can happen at somebody that's my age, but it can happen at people that are very much younger, mm-hmm. and it can happen with children. Yeah. And we think of what, a lot of times, what we're feeding our kids, and a lot of times what we're feeding our kids are things that are inflammatory. We're sending mm-hmm. them out. You know, how many kids are sent out with a piece of toast and peanut butter mm-hmm. for breakfast in the morning to school, and they have inflammation or a tummy ache later on in the day? Or they're eating the cinnamon roll at school uh-huh. because that's part of the breakfast program now. And you can also have, you know, you can have this inflammation in other parts of your body. Yes. So, Brad, thank you so much for being yes. on today. Thank you for having me on. It was fun. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.